You are listening to Deeply Connected. I'm your host, Ludmiwa Woodruff, and I am here to help you heal relationship patterns with yourself and others so you can create conscious relationships through connection and authentic love. Now, let's focus on getting you deeply connected to yourself and those around you. I'm very excited to have my former client Jackie with me today. I am so excited um, to have you here with me. And um, thank you for being here, first of all. And second of all, tell me you are pregnant how many weeks now? We are 38 and a half weeks pregnant. So almost at the finish line. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Almost at the finish line. And I just want to mention that I just, I'm so amazed and impressed with how you are taking care of yourself through this whole pregnancy, right? Thank you. Can you tell us, because it's your first child, can you tell us how you've been really helping yourself and supporting yourself through this whole process of preparing and being already a mother because you are carrying a baby? Yeah. So there's a few different things that I, I've been doing to really take care of myself during this time. Um, the main one is obviously with my background being a, a fitness coach. So just being active. So I actually went ahead and hired a coach myself who um, she's very knowledgeable and has uh, experience um, through experiences herself mm-hmm. uh, training mommies to be. So um, that's been really great for me. I've been active um not as much as I used to be prior to pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was diligently seeing her twice a week, which has been great. Um, so then making sure that, you know, trying to stay as on top of my meals and balance nutrition, that's also been really important. But Mm -hmm. I think above all, I've really been just giving myself grace throughout this pregnancy because Mm -hmm. my body has been changing in ways that are inevitable. There's things that are out of my control. I'm very much a type A type of person when it comes to things that I have Mm -hmm. going on in my life around Mm -hmm. me when Mm -hmm. it, as it pertains to me. So, um, giving myself grace and allowing myself to kind of just let go a little bit and enjoy this pregnancy journey, I think has been the biggest, um, thing for me and has made such an impact on this pregnancy journey that I've actually thoroughly enjoyed being pregnant. And, um, you know, by the grace of God, I've also had a really healthy and relatively easy Mm -hmm. pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's also been a blessing for me as well. I just applaud you because as you say, when we are high achievers and we want everything to go according to the plan and our bodies start changing in ways that, as you say, we don't have a lot of influence all right on Mm -hmm. and how we feel with our mood and hormones. And, you know, some of us can experience like sickness in, in our first months of pregnancy. How, how is that really showing you of, as you mentioned, letting go of control in some ways? Because, you know, mm -hmm. it's so funny because um, and we've had conversations around this. Um, My partner, he generally tends to be the more anxious person in our relationship. And I'm kind of more of the one that I'm the planner. I'm just like, okay, let's Mm -hmm. just calm down. Like, let's do A, B and C. It'll be Mm -hmm. fine. And the roles have really reversed during this Mm -hmm. time. Um, My anxiety, I'm not naturally an anxious person, Mm -hmm. but my anxiety has been 
through the roof. And mm. obviously, the closer that I get to my delivery date, the more anxious I get. And it's it's more out of excitement, but also yes. just that level of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And just his overall demeanor on a day to day basis has been so I think helpful really for me um, to navigate through mm-hmm. my new experience of yes. being an anxious person. I can and so um, mm-hmm. it, it's really been helpful having him just be more calm and just, mm-hmm. you know, always letting me know like, babe, you're, it's okay. Like, Hey, you mm-hmm. got it. Or Hey babe, calm down. Or Hey babe, how can I support you? How can I help you? Or Hey babe, yeah. how are you doing? You know, we do daily check-ins like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that has really made an impact also in just my overall experience. I love that because we can see how relationship dynamic can change depending on a season, right? And also I love that you have the daily check-ins because it it yeah. really strengthens your relationship. So um you worked with me right this year. It was this year, correct? I if I yes. remember well. Yeah, because it's like the, the like year so went so fast. I know. So <laughs> fast. So why did you why did you seek support of a coach or somebody, you know, like me? in that point of your life, because it was, you know, some months ago. So what really uh, motivated you to seek some support? Because you are already such a strong person. And, and, you know, as you say, you plan ahead, you are analytical, you get shit done in many ways. So what really pushed you towards seeking some external support? I think what it, it boiled down to was me knowing that this was the person that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. And knowing that there were still some things that I had only Mm -hmm. scratched the surface with Mm -hmm. in terms of how I approached relationships, how I handled disagreements in my relationships and just me as a person in general. And, you know, knowing the kind of partnership that I wanted going forward. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you were recommended to me by one of my best friends who had done some work with Mm -hmm. you as well. And she was very much aware of kind of where I was in terms of. Mm former relationships, how I've handled things in my relationships. And so, um, I was just at that point where I was just like, you know what, I, I really need someone to help guide me and motivate me and push me and take me out of my comfort level because I, in my head, I've done the work right prior to, to meeting with you, I've done work and I've done self-development and I've read these books and I've, you know, journaled and yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, once I tapped in with you, what I realized was that I had really only scratched the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hadn't done as much of the work as I thought that I did. And just during our first consultation session that you and I had was life changing. It, it wasn't mm-hmm. a consultation session. Honestly, for me, it felt like an actual session. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just me being able to find comfort and, and not feel judgment and not mm-hmm. feel, um, I don't know, just shame and guilt around Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that we spoke about during my consultation and Mm -hmm. you confirming to me that everything was okay. You know, Mm -hmm. where I came to you was where you were going to meet me at and that we were going to move forward Mm -hmm. to get me to a place where I really wanted to be for myself first and foremost. And then also so that it would reflect and translate to my relationship. Mm -hmm. Yes, I remember, I remember um, our consultation call and you were taking notes and I was thinking there, this is the person she's committed. She's here to do some work and on (laughs) consultation call, she's like vividly writing everything. And and I really appreciate that. I appreciated that about you. Like you were really there and paying attention, you know, and um, it was beautiful to witness. So 
I know, as you say, because you felt like I've done so much work and you were already physically taking care of yourself. Correct. So we always talk about how the physical and mental and emotional are connected. And it's true. And in some ways, when we can still take care of our body, it's not always the same. Yes, it supports our mental and emotional health. Correct. But there are some aspects of emotional mental that are not supported through exercise. Would you agree? That there are some, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you came to me, what were, I understand you said uh, you, you wanted to have a better understanding of your relationship, of yourself, how to communicate better. What was really challenging in the beginning of our sessions for you? Do you remember? I have, I've struggled for a very long time relying on men. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, I would tend to try to control my relationships quite mm-hmm. a bit. And what I found through our sessions was that I was moving way too in my masculine and not allowing my partners to do and be who they wanted mm-hmm. and should be able to be, mm-hmm. um, more so in my current relationship. Yeah. Um, and so just the idea of letting go, right. And just letting him do his thing and me finding security in that and me knowing that if he says he's going to do something, I should trust in that. And that even if it's not the way that I would generally do it, Mm -hmm. it's going to get done. And so I know we had quite a few conversations where I would come to you just so frustrated, like, oh my God, he said he was going to do this and he did it like this. And you would have to say, well, wait a minute, what's wrong with the, with the way that he did what he did? Mm -hmm. It still got done. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I had to sit back and think, You're right. Like it got done. Like, what am I so upset about? So just, Mm -hmm. you know, me letting go and, Mm -hmm. and believing and trusting in my partner, um, to, 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 for him to say and do the things that he was going to say and do and trust that, you know, he would actually follow through with those things. That's where I struggled a lot with my relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I also struggled a lot with proper communication in terms of disagreements. Um, mm-hmm. for me, I was very avoidant. So shutdown method, I could go days without talking to my partner. I remember I so you would difficult. go into shutdown and stay for days and it would feel like depression, correct? Because correct. it's so important to mention that yes, some people need medication to, you know, to take them through depression to more safe and connected state. But Many of us don't need any medication for depression. We just need to learn how to regulate our nervous system so we can feel safe to express ourselves. And I remember you would go, as you say, through days of being disconnected and then you would feel not really motivated in anything. Correct? Correct. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it was tough too, because we were living together and we were living in a smaller apartment. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we had much room to, you know, if I need to step away and go to another room Mm -hmm. or a different level of the, of the house or apartment, Mm -hmm. like I could have that space. We were together all the time. So Mm -hmm. that was difficult as well. And just, if I didn't take that time, those, that day, two or three days mm-hmm. to just be to myself, the way that I would communicate uh, immediately was very extreme. And mm-hmm. my goal was always to be as hurtful as possible. Yeah. Um, and in the moment it felt good to me. Cause I'm like, I told you like, you know, I'm telling mm-hmm. you off and you're yeah. going to know how upset I feel mm-hmm. and you know what you did to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after realizing, you know, kind mm-hmm. of the things that I would say, mm-hmm. it's just like, wow, like that was really hurtful. And if I, if, if they were to say that to me, like mm-hmm. I wouldn't appreciate that, you know? So just yeah. 
thinking about those things and really trying to push through Mm -hmm. better forms of communication and trusting my partner was really, I think, um, the foundational things that you and I worked through. It was big for you, correct? Because that lack of trust came not through relationship with him in some way, but it came Mm -hmm. from something else. Correct. Right? So... Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So it's like... Right. When we come to the sessions, we, we know maybe what the challenge is that we would like to address, but we don't know where it's coming from. We think it's coming from the situation and partnership we have at the moment, but what did you really realize about you being so much in the masculine, you not trusting you sometimes going into shutdown, but then on the other side, when you got upset, sometimes you would go straight forward and be like the very tough person. What did you realize about those um, behaviors? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. this was a kind of a tough realization for me to come to, um, because what it boiled down to Mm -hmm. was a lot of behavior that I mirrored from someone that I idolize. And even to this day, which Mm -hmm. is my mother, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I don't say this in a way to bash her Mm -hmm. or speak Mm -hmm. poorly of my mother because my mother is my best friend. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's a lot of behaviors that as a child I picked up on subconsciously and didn't mm-hmm. realize that I was then translating to my mm-hmm. relationships as I grew older. Mm-hmm. Um, and how seeing my mother's relationships with men and also mm-hmm. my own relationships with family members who were male mm-hmm. figures in my life and then also relationships with male friends mm-hmm. and seeing how women couldn't, and my mother in particular, couldn't rely on men and Mm -hmm. how they didn't provide the security and stability that Mm -hmm. um, I've always craved, that then impacted the way that I communicated, the way that Mm -hmm. I navigated relationships. And, you know, that trickled through a lot of my relationships um, with, with, with partners. And that was something that going forward in this relationship, I said, I have to put a stop to it. I can't continue to move in this fashion because it will truly impact, um, the health of my relationship. Mm -hmm. And for me, what I want is I want a healthy space. I want to feel secure and I want to always feel safe within my relationship. Mm -hmm. And I also want to provide that for my partner as well. And that's what I was feeling was I can't ask for something that I can't give. Mm. And I don't feel like I was giving that to my partner and that didn't seem fair. Yes. Because like when you came to me, your relationship wasn't like your partner was an amazing person, right? He was not doing anything wrong in a relationship, right? So some women come to coaching because there is something wrong and something is going on. But so often we come and, and seek support because we think it's our partner, but very often it's just our own unresolved challenges, right? Yeah. Internal challenges that come from our childhood that we don't realize when. And it's so beautiful that you've done this work, you know, before you were a mother. Now you are carrying mm-hmm. a baby and you have so much more awareness because we don't realize that how we relate to ourselves and how we relate to people in our life is based so much on the relationship blueprint we received through our parents and how they modeled everything, how they modeled, how we deal with emotions, how, uh, you know, what we believe about men, what we believe about women, our role as women in relationships, all of that. And men, you know, and the role of men, right? Like if I ask, what have you learned about love and trust communication from your father? What have you learned about trust, communication, love from your mother? 
all of us have blueprints that are, that are such a big part of who we are until we become conscious in some ways and then we are more in choice. And we just go into every relationship and we act out different patterns depending on, you know, who the partner is. Right? right. So one partner can be more resembling our dad. One partner can resemble some behaviors of our mom. And depending on, on, on who we are with, different partners can, can come to the surface because of the blueprint that we have be, we have, um, received. So I think it's so beautiful that you have done that work before becoming a mom. Like I wish I did that. It, it happened differently for me and it had to, so I can become who I am today yeah. for other women and myself. But um, having that awareness that you now as a parent, right. When you will welcome, um, and it's a boy, correct. You will have a yeah, son. Yeah. Yep. So congratulations. Be his yeah. Daddy's name. So we're calling his nickname is baby KT. Oh my goodness. I love this. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> congratulate. I love, I love boys. You know, I have to, Thank so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm biased. So, you know, raising a man now, right. You will be raising a boy, a son, and also a man and teaching him how to be also that, emotionally available person and showing him how you love each other and how you deal with conflict and, and all of that. So I, I truly appreciate that, that you came to this realization because I think so many of us don't, and we just believe that the things are as they are because they just are. And there are facts of our lives instead of questioning, is this really the facts or is it something that I can change or work with? If that makes right. sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I have a few questions. How did learning the self-regulation of your emotion change the way you engage in your relationship right now? Just not even with, with your partner, but just with your friends, with your parents. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for me, it's helped in a way that I take a moment to think before I speak. Generally, it doesn't take a lot or it takes a lot for me to mm -hmm. get upset. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I do get upset, I'm pissed off. And yeah. I'm going to tell you that I'm pissed off yeah, and I'm going to tell you mm -hmm. whatever the first thing that comes to my head is going to come out. It's gonna come um, out. Mm -hmm. And so now after having worked with you and learning the different stages of self-regulating and what that looks like, it's allowed me to really take a second, breathe, think mm -hmm. about what really upset me and kind of trace it back instead of it being just like this complete word yeah. vomit. And I'm just so upset about everything, you know, really pinpointing what it is that upset me and then finding the right words to create an, an, uh, a safe space for me to say, you know what, this is what really upset me. This is why, you know, can we talk about mm -hmm. the situation and how going forward we can avoid me being put in this position or can, can we talk through like why you did what you did? Because maybe I'm not understanding and I took it the wrong way. Um, so just allowing us to create this, you know, safe space, this dynamic where it's more of a dialogue versus a complete blow up. Yeah. Cause when you would have a blow up, how would that impact like your, your mood and, and how long did it, right? Because when, when you go into this blow up, how did you feel afterwards? Exhausted. Mm -hmm. And just, and then I would just be upset for a long mm -hmm. time after, like yeah. I would just harp on that and those yeah. feelings and the, those emotions would just linger and linger, which is why I could go a day, two days, three days being mm -hmm. still upset at yeah. whatever the situation was. Mm -hmm. And then after I calmed down and mm -hmm. I was able to be in a different headspace and then we spoke about it, it would be like, why couldn't we just have spoken about the situation, how we're speaking about it now? 
instead of having wasted one, two, three days of not speaking to each other. And, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. in the moment it's like, yeah, I know you're right. Let's try that next time. But I just never knew how to shift my, my mm-hmm. perspective on mm-hmm. addressing an issue that I was upset about. It really just was like, like a habit. Immediate. It just, it's a trigger. It's yes. a trigger. And I'm going to react mm-hmm. and that's it. Yes, because it's so much, you know, uh, it's not just changing your mindset, like how differently will I think of this person? You really need to process some of the stuck emotions and underlying beliefs around right men and how do we navigate conflict and am I safe or do I need to protect myself? So Mm -hmm. I remember when we were doing this internal work of processing, uh, right? We really have to get to the core of what is this trigger really about? Because the trigger, how you were reacting to him was, you know, really going back to something in your past around men, around trust, around how we, how we express our anger or disappointment or frustration. And until we can really get to the root cause of what is causing this trigger come out so intensely, because how I see when we can see we are healing is when, the same situation, right? You have less triggers. Um, the trigger isn't as intense and it happens less, less often. And then reaction after whatever you are feeling is not uh, as prolonged, right? So you say you right. used to be dysregulated for days and days and days. And how does it look like right now for you? If, if I'm <laughs> upset about something, maybe I'll take 30 minutes to an yeah. hour to myself to kind of just yeah. calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll bring it to the table and say, Hey, let's have a conversation. Like, this is why I'm upset. Do mm-hmm. you understand why I'm upset? Mm-hmm. Or, Hey, how about next time you address this conversation differently? Um, you use different verbiage. Um, so it really is more of a dialogue and a discussion around what it is that is bothering either one of us. It's not even just yes. me. It's just both yeah. of us. Um, cause I will say that my partner was always one to be the better communicator. And when it came to, you know, disagreements, um, he, Mm -hmm. again, he's just way more like chill and Mm -hmm. calm and me, I'm more of the firecracker in our relationship. That's why you, Um, that's why you chose each other too. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. And now look at us We're it's great. Um, no, I mean, we, we obviously still have our moments and our disagreements and stuff, but the way that we handle it is just it's a complete 180. It's just mm-hmm. not the same from where it was earlier this, even earlier this year when we, you and I yeah. first met. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So how, how, what, what did he think about you going through this process? Like, what is his, he was actually very supportive. Um, mm-hmm. and so from the beginning, when we first started dating, I was very transparent with him around, kind of my mindset with relationships and trusting. Mm -hmm. And we Mm -hmm. spoke about my last long-term relationship and how traumatic that was. Mm -hmm. Um, that, that relationship I think is what really did it for me and Mm -hmm. really shifted my mindset regarding how I dealt with men, um, how I looked at dating with men, um, just, Anything that had to do with men, I was just always so angry and just like, oh, fuck men. You know what I mean? (gasps) And it really just was. And Mm -hmm. so he knew very much so that that was my mental state, but he knew that he was the exception, right? I was like, (laughs) I hate all men, but not you. He was Um, hoping for it at least, you know? (laughs) 
Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, when we had the conversation around me wanting to do the work and, and mm-hmm. commit to life coaching with you, it was also around the same time that he was actually seeing a therapist himself. Mm-hmm. So we were both doing individual work. Um, and Amazing. so I think that, mm-hmm. you know, ironically, the timing just p- happened to be so perfect for us. Um, for two reasons, right? Because we're both doing work individually, but then also we didn't know what the future was going to hold and that we would eventually become parents. So I think the timing was just so divine for us and our relationship and just kind of the scope of where we wanted our relationship to go. So, um, yeah, he was super supportive and he could tell, you know, very quickly after our sessions that like, I was really digging and really doing the work and really wanting to make a change for myself first and then also for our relationship after. Yeah, for yourself first. That's always that. For myself first and then whatever happens in our relationship because of that is an add-on, right? And it always transfers to the relationship when you do your own work. So I know we talked about this because as you say, like firecracker, I'm a firecracker. I used to be this tough, Mm -hmm. super tough person, you know, and I know you too, like very, very in our masculine protective, I don't need anybody's help. And so tell me, because when we started coaching and how you thought about being supported by him and right, he's a lovely person, loves you and wants to provide for you and being taken care of. How did you think of that? And where are you right now? Because I think it is such a huge shift from where you started. And I mean, you know, I'm independent. Yes, you are here, but like, do I need you? I don't know. Yes, you are here because I want you, but I don't need you. And where we are right now, like, this is such a beautiful. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. So it's funny that you say, I don't need you, but I want you because I actually said that exact same thing to Mm -hmm. a former partner before. Um, and that created such a rift in our relationship. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't comprehend why he was so hurt by that Mm -hmm. until I did the work (laughs) with you. Um, and so I I had never repeated it again in any other Mm -hmm. relationship. Um, but it was still one of those things that like, I always felt like I don't need a man. Like I'm always going to be okay. I'm always going to take care of myself. I've always had to take care of myself Mm -hmm. and I've always been good one way or another. I don't Mm -hmm. need a man. I will figure Um, it out. I will figure this out. Whatever happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out and I'll always be okay. That's what I've been doing from a very, very mm-hmm. young age. And yeah. I, again, that mindset came from seeing how my mom was because mm-hmm. that that's just truly who she is. She just always knows she's going to be okay by herself with someone. Mm-hmm. She raised me for a long time mm-hmm. by herself as a single mother. And yeah. so she just always was just like, whatever have I got to do, yeah. I'll do it and I'll be fine. Depend and on myself. So, I have to depend on myself because people come and go. Mm-hmm. Correct. Exactly. At the beginning of our relationship, especially mm-hmm. when you and I started doing the work, that was one of the questions and topics that we talked about frequently <laughs> was me being comfortable and secure and relying on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I struggled with that a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, one of the biggest areas I think I struggled with that was, um, financially. Um, so, you know, so many women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, I could be, you know, working paycheck to paycheck and I would never ask anyone, not my parents, not my partner, not anyone to provide any kind of assistance in any kind of way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to figure this shit out. And you will never know that I'm struggling the way that I'm Correct. struggling. Because we are, we hold ourselves in the way that people think we 
you know, we got it always. There Correct. is no, yeah, no insight into we are struggling over here because. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. And, you know, being an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. it, 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 it's not a flat line. It, it's yeah. up and down, up and down, up mm -hmm. and down. So there's great seasons. There's low seasons. Mm -hmm. It's just how the game yeah. goes. Yeah. And so, you know, during my time with my current partner, um, I think he saw and he picked up that there were times where obviously in bait and that was just based through my energy, right? Like certain seasons, like I'm, I'm great. I'm vibrant. Like I'm in a good mood. Everything feels good. And then the slower seasons come and I'm like stressed out and I'm this mm -hmm. and I'm that. And just, you know, kind of the energy that I'm projecting, not realizing that it's going projecting to our relationship as well yeah. and that he's feeling it. And so there would be times where he would say, you know, babe, if you're in need of help, like, let me know how I can help you and how I could support you. And that was a tough question for me to answer because in my head, there's no way that you can help me. I have to help myself. Yeah. And so Isn't that learning, the truth? Mm -hmm. Learning to let that mentality go and really ego, right? Um, learning to get out of my own way and say, you know what? I have a partner who wants to support me and who wants to see me be successful and who wants to help me grow, whether it's just merely through words of affirmation or whether it's through like financial assistance, like mm -hmm. whatever way it is, he genuinely wants to be there and support me. And so I remember there was a conversation that we had. Um, I wanted to get a particular certification and it was in the midst of my slow season. We had bills, rent, this, that, And it was just kind of like, oh, well, you know, I really want this certification, but I have other things that are a priority yeah. for, for me right now. So I'm just, I'm, I'm just not going to do it. And he said, no, you are going to do it. And I'm going to give you the, fi the finances. It's not, it, it's a gift. It's not anything that I'm expecting mm -hmm. you to pay me back for. Mm -hmm. Like, I want you to get this because I know that if you get this in the long term, it's going to help you and your career. Mm -hmm. And there's not a discussion about it. Mm-hmm. And that's where in that moment, I was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> and so I kind of just like let myself go and just say, you know what, accept that. And, and, you know, just see how that feels for once. And when I did, <laughs> it was hard at first, right? It I was know. kind of a hit to my ego because it's like, damn, like I've never done that before. And I've never accepted any type of monetary gift like that. Or receiving, receiving. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm not going to do it now, I'll have to wait and figure it out to do it later. But in his yeah. head, it's like, no, you're going to do this now because I know this is what you want to do. And we're yeah. going to figure it out together. And so that was the first time that mm -hmm. I experienced that, that, that mm -hmm. shift of letting go and letting him be, you know, the masculine and taking, taking, doing what felt right in his spirit mm -hmm. as the man in our relationship and yeah. me removing my masculine energy and living more of my feminine and yeah. saying, you know what, this is what he wants to do. He wants to help and provide in that sense. Let me, let me let him do this because he genuinely wants to do it. Um, and it's such and when, a, right. And it's such a different way of oh, being for you because We do want to receive. We don't want to be constantly on. But when we are not used to it, to receive, it feels so uncomfortable because we almost yeah. want to say, like, what do I need to do now in favor for you? 
because you've done so much for me. So now I have to like, you've done this one thing that you support me financially. Now, how do I give it back? And immediately we try to find ways of how to give back because it's almost like if I don't give back, it's so uncomfortable. It makes me, it makes it like I'm taking from you, but I'm not taking, you are receiving what a man wants to give to you. And so many of us high achievers don't understand that uh, as strong women, that if a man cannot give to us, he feels, what is my role in here? Correct. Right. What, what does she need me for? If she cannot receive from me, that's so important for a man to feel not needed from a needy space, but needed because it feels good to me as a woman to just receive from you. When you give to me, I feel so taken care of and loved and supported. And for a man, that's like the biggest gift that he can give us. And it makes him the man he wants to be. And when we are like, no, I don't need this. No, I can't take it. No, thank you. Right. And so even in smallest way, like even today, you know, but it's such a, for you, it was such a huge shift when you went from, I don't want any money from you, even though like he loves you and you are in this loving relationship to, I don't know if I want to keep working or I'm just going to give it a go and, you know, rely on him for something. That's such a huge shift to be even open and understanding that, your worth and your value doesn't come from making money or hustling on working harder, that your value is not connected to any of that. Right. That yes, we have skills and we have value in our expertise. And when we want to, we can utilize it and monetize it, but it doesn't make us less or more if we do or don't for our relationship, right. For our relationship. So Mm -hmm. I was even today, as we are recording this podcast, my husband was here and, you know, there was somebody, a woman here and she had a lot of stuff to carry to her car. And, and I said, oh, my husband can help, I'm sure, because, he, you know, he noticed, he's like, I can, I can help her. And she was like, no, I've got this. And I'm like, yes, we know you've got this, but yeah. take this. He's a man he would love to help. You see what I mean? That In those small, yeah, that that's what me. it used to be me too. Like, so just allowing men to be the man for us. Correct. Allowing the man to be the the man for us. Right. And I think what is so precious for you because you, you, you are having a son is changing your narrative around men, Mm -hmm. because even though it's, it's your son and you could think, well, I will love him because he's my son, but still subconsciously, if you would still hold on to those negative beliefs about men in some way, you would project it onto him. You would unconsciously. Right. So I say to women that are becoming mothers and didn't heal those wounds around the masculine within themselves, do the work because if you have a son, you better make sure that your mind is clear around here and your heart that's is such, clear and all the wounds, right? Because like, mm-hmm, yeah, because subconsciously we can, you know, our son can be around us and unconsciously we'll be like, you know, all men are this, all, all men are, and he's listening. And he mm-hmm. is a boy. So Correct. we can do so much damage uh, unconsciously, right? So tell me, why would you recommend coaching? Is it for everyone? Is it not for everyone? What are the benefits or disadvantages of coaching? If there are any? Yeah, I wholeheartedly believe that life coaching is for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much of an impact our coaching sessions would have, not only just on our relate my, my relationship mm-hmm. with my partner, but how it also translated to my relationships with friends, with my family members, with my job, um, and just overall as a human being. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so no matter what you're going through, whether it's dating, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, marriage, whether it's mm-hmm. you're a single parent, whether it's, you know, you're just a, a single mm-hmm. high achieving woman, yeah. um, whatever the case may be, I, I know it's not even that I think I know mm-hmm. that the work, mm-hmm. especially with you, mm-hmm. um, it, it's so impactful and mm-hmm. it's so it, like, you will absolutely see the return on your investment mm-hmm. times 10. Um, and that's, and I, and I mean that more in terms of emotionally, physically, mm-hmm. spiritually, and then, you know, financially that, yeah. that also rolls yeah. in there as well. Yeah. But I think from the inside, I, mm-hmm. that is really where I've felt the most impact. And I feel yeah. like those around me have also been able to feel and see mm-hmm. that growth in me. And I kid you not, anytime I speak about our coaching uh, sessions mm-hmm. with anybody, mm-hmm. I tell them, the moment that I had my first consultation with Ludmiwa, I literally felt like I needed her and like mm. I could not do life without mm. her. Mm. It was just such a monumental moment for me to have experienced that initial consultation call, which was only supposed to last 30 minutes. And it, <laughs> it ended up lasting like an hour and a half. OK, so let's let's start there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just after that first initial conversation, that first initial consultation, I felt like such a different person just from that mm-hmm. one call. So I knew mm-hmm. after that call, every call after that was going to just continue to elevate mm-hmm. me in, in such mm-hmm. a way that I hadn't expected mm-hmm. it to be. And it absolutely was transformational. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I received yeah. that. It's so yeah. I am. I received that. So what would be maybe one lesson that being you right now in this moment, um, this beautiful phase of your life, what would be one lesson you you would give Jackie 10 years ago? One lesson Ooh. of wisdom or... Mm-hmm. Honestly, I would say to do the work a lot sooner <laughs> than later. <laughs> you know, I, I, again, mm-hmm. like... It's easy to say like, oh, I've been reading these books on yeah. self-development and, you know, I've, I've spoken to, mm-hmm. you know, a friend who she's done the work. And so she's mm-hmm. giving me, you know, mm-hmm. advice based off Tips of her experiences, and- but your experiences are so different from somebody else. Yeah. They're so different from what you can read from a book. And so being able to have that, um, personal one-on-one mm-hmm. coaching with somebody that, one, you feel comfortable with, um, because yeah. I'll tell you before I met with you, I did have a consultation call with another therapist, life coach, spiritual, coach. Yeah. whatever yeah. you want to call her. And immediately I could just feel that the connection was not like, we were just not aligned. Um, yeah. and I could have went ahead and purchased a, a mm-hmm. package with her just for the sake mm-hmm. of saying like, Oh, let me just do this so I can yeah. say that I'm doing the work, but I know it would not have been as impactful as my time Mm -hmm. with you was. So just making sure that you find somebody that you really connect on all levels Mm. that your spirit Mm -hmm. literally talks to and says, this is the right person Person. for you. Um, so for me, yeah, just doing the work earlier on rather than later on in life, Mm -hmm. um, I think would have really helped me out navigating through different relationships, whether it be through partners, friendships, my relationships with my family members, and Mm -hmm. just my overall outlook on my self-worth in terms of, you know, finances and, Mm -hmm. um, not living in that mindset of scarcity because growing up in kind of a lower middle-class, 
um, that was always kind of just how I, I grew up thinking was just always feeling like I never had enough, which was always why I was hustling and always feeling like I needed to rely on myself and I couldn't rely on anybody else. And I had to mm. make shit happen for me by me. Um, yes. and understanding at a much younger age that life didn't have to be that way, I think would have really helped to alle- alleviate a lot of different obstacles and, and hardships that I did experience. Um, because I did wait so long. I, I completely agree with you. And I remember the sessions around scarcity and money because, you know, where I came from, that was also the experience for me. And I could Mm -hmm. relate to a lot what you've been talking about. I just was already kind of ahead of you with that work as well. Yeah. Right. That's why I could, I could hold space for you, but no matter how successful we are, no matter how well we are doing, how much we've, you know, we are working in our work when we don't address the scarcity wounds and the wounds of like never having enough or, or being afraid that the money will run out. It's always there for us in some way, subconsciously. So as with relationships, it's like relationship too, right? We have relationships to our partner, to our friends, to our parents and to money and to business. So I think you know, I would have given myself the same advice, like find the work sooner because it will help you. But I also think we come to the work when we are ready and it just happens for the right reasons, right? When the, right. when the, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. I kind of think that always. And it's just interesting how it all evolves for us in different ways. And I'm so happy when I found out that you were pregnant. I have, I have four clients that got pregnant while working with me or like immediately after working with me. Oh my and God. I know, I know, I know. I have, yeah, so yes. Exciting. And it's like, what is happening? Whole, you have a whole pregnancy tribe. I love that. <laughs> I know, I know it's fun. It's fun. And it's like fun to watch where some clients, you know, you've been healing so much around your, your masculine and the man, and you are having a boy. And I have another client who um, has done the work on more the the father relationship, but the mother relationship is more challenging. And, you know, she's pregnant with a girl, right? And I'm like, this is just such a beautiful gift for us to transform ourselves as we become mothers. So I'm excited for you. I appreciate your trust in me and, and our time together. Um, and for your time today, I truly appreciate you. You are glowing. And I would say, I wish I looked like you when I was, you know, 30 weeks <laughs> in, because me at 30 weeks in, I was like, I'm done. So <laughs> you, you hold yourself so great, graciously through, for this experience. Thank and you. I cannot wait to meet your son and welcome you to, you know, the, <laughs> the motherhood tribe that you are already a part of. And thank you so much for just being with us, with me and, and trusting me. No, and sharing thank your you, experience. I really, really appreciate it. And, and from, I'll tell you, I will continue to tell all of my friends, all of my family, if you need a life coach, this is your girl right here. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. And remember May we all be deeply connected to ourselves and those around us. Thank you so much for loving yourself enough to spend the time deep diving into what you need to feel, heal and connect again. My hope is that you are able to connect with yourself and others differently today. Please share this with other women in your life. It is time We share the wealth when it comes to connecting deeply with ourselves and those around us. Make sure to write a review on all your favorite listening platforms 
and join us on YouTube as well. You can always learn more about working with me at ludmiwawoodruff.com and I will see you next week. Thank you.